In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. My dear brothers and sisters, those readings from the Scriptures are very short, are they not? It catches out. Sometimes the shortest of Scriptures are the most important. We've reached the point in the Divine Liturgy where we have received communion. For those who are visiting us, we've been exploring the Divine Liturgy step by step. And we've reached that glorious point at which each of us come forward and receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ with the words, the servant or handmaiden of God, and the person is named, receive the the precious and holy body and blood of our Lord God and Saviour Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and for eternal life. In the epistle, it says that we have become the temple of the Lord God. Something extraordinary shifts in our relationship with God. Most of us have heard the kind of secular idea or secular term, you are a temple, your body is a temple. And many of us have seen temples and many religions have temples and even the Jews had a temple within which God resided, within which God lives or becomes present to their people. For the first time in history, we are the temple. Humans become the temple of the living God. We have God dwelling inside ourselves. God is no longer separated from us, outside us, in a special place. But we are that special place. We are that special place. And then alongside our realisation that we have become that special place, that temple of the living God, we have this peculiar gospel which for centuries has been considered to be the teaching of Christ of the golden rule. Do unto others as you have done to yourself, known as the golden rule. This is universal to all ethical principles, no matter which culture you go to. There is one ethical principle that is universal to almost, as far as I'm aware, almost every single culture and religion, known as the golden rule. Be nice to other people because you like them to be nice to you back. And this particular, please stand on one of the black and yellow squares. This golden rule, or this particular gospel, is often understood to be Jesus Christ preaching that golden rule, that Christianity should continue this golden rule. But actually, if you read this short gospel carefully, Jesus is asking you, demanding 
that you go beyond the golden rule. Christianity rejects the golden rule because sinners, in other words, ordinary people, complete the golden rule. If you would do that which men would want you to do, in other words, if you do to other people as you would like them to do to you, what good is that? Because sinners do that, says Jesus. And so many people come to me and say, I really struggle to encounter the living God. I really struggle to experience Christ. I follow the golden rule I do to people as I wish them to do to me, but I still don't encounter the living God. Because Christ says here in this gospel, if you wish to encounter me, the golden rule is not sufficient. Anyone can follow the golden rule, but you will not encounter the living God because any sinner can do to somebody else as you would like to have done to yourself. Love your enemies. Do good and give, lend, hoping for nothing in return. We all lend money hoping that someone will give it back. We all do good things hoping that we'll get that favour in return. We all do good things, secretly hoping that someone will say thank you. Or will put on Instagram or Facebook, thanks so much to Father Tim for being such a wonderful priest and doing this good thing for me. We share our wonderful moments of how good we are in social media. And we are following the golden rule because we share our good deeds and how wonderful and nice we are. Sometimes we even also share how humble we are with one another. But all we are doing is doing that which sinners do, the rest of the world does. But if we are to truly encounter the living God, Christ Jesus, love your enemies, do good without expecting return, and therefore we begin to encounter Christ. Because God is kind to the unthankful and even to the evil. When we receive communion we become temples of the living God we may not feel like we are temples of the living God and we may not be wholly pure and worthy to become temples of the living God we may not perceive ourselves to be a temple of the living God but objectively in reality, by virtue of having received communion, we are. And we have been given 
the grace, the power, the strength to love sinners, to love our enemies, and to do good expecting no return. And thereby we will then begin to encounter the living God. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.